Hello and welcome to this very special episode of the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. We have a spiritual leader today for this episode. Her name is Janet Weissman and I am honored to have her literally in front of me, not via Zoom. <laughs> Good evening, Janet. Hello, Oren. How are you, dear? I am very well and thank you for inviting me. Thank you for being here. This is great. Um, we're going to have dinner afterwards. Yes, so, we yeah, are. So th- th- that, that's the carrot. <laughs> Although you're allergic to carrots. I am allergic to mm. carrots, yes. So um, I think the listeners, this is, this, this is a, uh, we'll, we'll lure them in by allergic to carrots? I know. Because you're literally the only person I know. That <laughs> I might be literally the only person, the only person who person. is. I don't know. So write to me if you know someone that is allergic to carrots and maybe Janet and that other person will start a, an allergy club. There you go. <laughs> Janet, I really very much appreciate you being here. I really, really do. You know that. Janet and I um, became friends instantly. It was several years back, probably about three years ago, I'm estimating. Yeah. We met at a mutual friends spiritual class. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I do too. Right? Because I like knew, I left that meeting. I'm like, I'm going to be friends with her. Yeah. She's fabulous. And I'm going, there's a light there. I like that oh, light. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I think we just kind of both um, yeah, came into definitely. each other's light. Yes. And Janet, um, I'm excited you're here because I really uh, hold you to very high standards when it comes to spirituality because... We are friends, but you're also my, one of my spiritual teachers. And you teach a course in miracles. And you've been doing it for a couple of days? Uh, yeah, since <laughs> I've been involved with A Course in Miracles. It came into my life uh, in 1991. And I have been teaching slash facilitating because uh, many course people say that no one teaches, mm-hmm. but everyone facilitates. And then there's the other idea that we're all teachers. But since 1998, I've had a Friday night group. Um, and then in 2015, started the Tuesday night group, which you attended, uh, and you still do, you know, as your schedule permits. And, um, and this is a spiritual path that has changed my life. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And many others as well. And many yeah. others, yes. I can testify for myself and, and some of our other friends from the group. Uh, Let me preface and say the following. We're not going to push anything here. We're not going to perhaps, well, perhaps we'll promote, but we're not pushing anything. This is not religion. No. Uh, This is spirituality. And we are the essence of this and why I'm so happy you um, are willing to do this with me is to make that connection between leadership and spirituality. Because now in this day and age, we have a really better understanding of how there is a connection between spirituality and leadership. Uh, and it's uh, really a growing trend, I want to say. I'm going to say this carefully because it's not really a trend or a phrase. It's, it's um, a coming into light yes. and, and have the understanding of the importance of uh, uh, being spiritual to a certain extent. So for those of you uh, who are listening and you are atheist or agnostic, stay tuned, please, because we're not going to push anything here on you. Uh, just have an open mind. And this is all we're looking for. And we're going to connect some science with it mm-hmm. that is written in the book, The Course of Miracles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
uh, spirituality. So I predict that this is going to be very interesting and enlightening to everyone from the super religious people to the agnostic or the um, atheists and anyone and anywhere in between. Yes. And another thing that I wanted to mention and preface here is um, that the Course in Miracles, in my opinion, is a great spiritual modality and teachings and coaching, if I'm using the right terminology. But it's not the only thing out there. Obviously, there's other options. There, there are other alternatives. I know uh, some people who are Buddhists mm -hmm. that, that, that go by that. So you can relate today's content to whatever it is that, that is comfortable to you in your life. Right? And True. And, and in many ways, you've already covered this when you did the four episodes on the four agreements. Right. And there are very many aspects of the four agreements that overlap and fold in, as I like to say, into A Course in Miracles. From a spiritual perspective, mm -hmm. there is truth. And truth is true, and nothing else is true. And if there is any doubt involved in anything, then it cannot be considered a truth. Okay, and as leaders, and as any kind of a leader, especially a teacher, in my, um, in my idea, my perspective, um, we, must, we must be able to present in a wholly open-minded and true way and not to hold things back. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, one of the concepts in uh, the Four Agreements about being impeccable, that folds in very well into A Course in Miracles. They have um, 10 or 11 things that are, you know, characteristics of the teacher slash leader. And, um, and they certainly have already been covered by you in many of your other podcasts, because I listen. I know. To them. You're a big fan, and I really I appreciate am. that. Thank you for yeah. that. Yes. And, yes. and very often, as I'm listening, I'm going, This is A Course in Miracles. This is uh, The Four Agreements. This is coming from a, a spiritual perspective where we want to bring in our students you know, and make them feel um, comfortable so that is where they can learn the best. You know, I've, I used to be involved with elementary school. Um, the, uh, <laughs> when, my, my, when my children were in elementary school and I used to be involved with, uh, with them. And one of the things I said is that, you know, you cannot teach a hungry child mm -hmm. and you cannot teach a child who's afraid. So we need to establish a safe space for learning and leading. That's 100% correct, Janet. This is a part of my research, and I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I brought it up in previous episodes, but this puts it all together, and I'm going to touch on the concept of fear. Uh, in science, the chemical in the brain, the, the, the brain releases when we are in fear, when we are fearful, uh, is cortisol. Mm -hmm. So the amygdala, the part of the brain, is, it's the fight or flight, is, is kicking into action. And guess what? When this happens, as you know very well, learning doesn't happen. No, it can't. It, it cannot. It can't. Because the body, okay, so blood pressure is elevated, uh, more oxygen is pumped to the brain, so we can think faster. 
uh, fun little facts, fingernails stop growing at that point. Really? Hair stops growing at that point. Of course, temporarily, right, you know, even yeah. if it's for a few minutes. The body is getting into a defense mode and the amygdala will make a quick decision. Are we going to fight or are we going to flight? When all this is happening, it is merely biologically and physically impossible to learn anything. Yes. So if we translate this to leadership, if a leader enters a room and start barking orders and yelling at people, which is the, the exact opposite of, of leadership, there's not going to be any outcome. No, there can't be. Right. There can't be. And this is beyond spirituality, although it is connected very nicely with the Course of Miracles and spirituality. So this is where science and spirituality meet. Right. Marry, even, dare Ooh. I say. Dare I say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's wonderful. So, yeah, I mean, this is, um, you know, and we all want to be effective leaders. We all want to be good teachers, if that's, you know, our chosen profession. I am a, a teacher of spiritual thought, um, you know, and uh, I, I don't have all of those lovely degrees that you do, you know, but I do have students who look towards me for leadership and for advice and for learning. And, um, you know, when I have found that following these characteristics, just as, again, as the four agreements, help me to be a more effective and compassionate teacher. You just had an episode about compassion, right. you know, and this is, you know, we, we come together when, and when someone feels safe, they don't feel threatened by, you know, asking a question. It's as easy and as simple for a leader or a teacher if you come across with a bombastic persona and people are afraid to ask, there is a whole uh, section of people that will never learn because I'm afraid to ask the question. Mm -hmm. And that one person that might be asking the question isn't asking just for them. They're asking for everyone else that's in that uh, group. Absolutely. And it takes courage to ask questions. Yes. I mean, I think everyone and anyone that listens at some point in your life, uh, you were in a situation where like, should I raise my hand? Should I ask? I don't know. I'm not sure because it just really depends on the environment, specifically on the teacher, leader, mm -hmm. uh, the person in front of you and how you uh, are concerned about their reaction. Um, I want to touch on something that you said, Janet, and, and um, I... Uh, yes, I hold uh, the degrees I hold give me validity, and um, I, I spent a lot of time researching stuff. I worked really hard on my PhD, but I think I, can, I hope you can testify that I'm also really good at putting, checking my ego at the door, mm -hmm. and opening my mind to learning from everyone and anyone. This includes, of course, someone like you, who has. A wealth of knowledge in spirituality and specifically Course in Miracles, um, down to Bella, to my former dog, yes, who taught yeah. me to live in the moment, and my cat, who teaches me to be a prick every now and then. <laughs> and uh, Willie makes us all humble. <laughs> yes, yes, Willie is my cat, and he is blessed. Seventeen years old, he's laying here, he's like, oh, you guys are just annoying. Um, <laughs> And, and of course, for my students and yes. anyone, because I, I really, regardless of degrees, and I think it's a, such a good example, and I hope I'm setting a good example of regardless of your title or degrees, 
If you have the mindset of you can learn and will learn from everyone yes. around you, regardless of where they are in life, man, the, the, the opportunities are endless. For Absolutely you. endless. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, um, and I, I just wanted to touch, because we had spoken about it um, for a few moments before we started this, of these characteristics that um, fold into the the teacher, the leader, really just in our everyday life. You know, it's not like I can only use these these characteristics, these concepts, if I'm in front of a group. It's that if I use these ideas and make them part of my life, I will be a much happier person and I will um, live with fewer and fewer, um, we call them attack thoughts, we can also call them fear thoughts. You know, I'll just be able to walk gently upon this earth, you know, which is really, I guess, from a Native American perspective, what we're all supposed to do, not to really, you know, step harshly and leave deep footprints because the, we leave them on the earth and we leave them on each other if we do that. Mm -hmm. So to, to walk more gently on our path, whatever our path might be, um, it, one is one of the most important ones. The first one, the foundation for everything else is to ha have a development of trust. Mm -hmm. And it's trust within each other. And if you are a student or a leader, it's have the people that you are interacting with for them to feel trustworthy of you and for you to have a, a feeling of trust within them that you don't think they're, they're trying to learn from me so they can take over my job, you know, right. that we have this, this um, ebb and flow of trust with each other. And then the uh, next characteristic is honesty. And that goes very much into about being impeccable. And the book says honesty does not apply only to what you say. Honesty is in our thoughts that, you know, I can schmooze, I hope everyone knows schmooze, uh, <laughs> each uh, up with someone. But if my thought is not in agreement and not compatible with what's coming out of my mouth, I'm being impeccable, not impeccable. I'm not being impeccable, impeccable yes. with my words and my thoughts and my deeds. Yes. So. And for those who, uh, if you didn't get to listen to the episodes yet, these are the four serious episodes of The Four Agreements, uh, a book written by Don Miguel Ruiz. I, uh, if you enjoy this conversation, uh, a, I would recommend reading his book because it's such an, a great, yeah. easy read. And B, or simultaneously, feel free to listen to those episodes because there's some really good content there. I they feel. really are. Right? Yeah, they really are you. very good. Thank and you. it would be much easier to read his book than to try to read A Course in Miracles. <laughs> sure, yeah. It is, uh, it, the book is in front of you and it's a very <laughs> thick book. It's a very <laughs> thick book. It yes. has three different sections in it and mm. uh, a a great portion of it is written in iambic pentameter, mm -hmm. which is the language of Shakespeare. So there are many who find it daunting, which is why we have classes and I, that I, you know, I have two. And there's many, many, there's hundreds of them throughout uh, the country and the world. 
This yes. this book has been translated into 27 different languages. Yes. Including Hebrew. Including Hebrew, including yes. Including Hebrew. Uh, I mentioned to you that my sister is very interested, who's a very spiritual person, is very interested in taking this course, but for some reason in Israel it's very expensive. And since you brought it up, let's plug it in now. Uh, can you share, if someone would like to join your class, what's the best way to... Get to you. I mean, we're not done yet, right, but no, I think it's a okay. good opportunity yeah, to plug it um, in. Now. Well, I have a website, mm-hmm. Janet Weissman, and Weissman is W E I S S M A N dot com. And on my website is the Zoom information. Um, the other thing that I offer, well, I have a YouTube channel and I do the daily lessons. A Course in Miracles has a, a the middle part of it is called the workbook. And there are 365 lessons in the workbook, as I say, shockingly the same as the number of days in the year. <laughs> how, the, how did that ever work out? And, uh, and on my YouTube channel, I do a um, more of a synopsis and an essence of the lesson so that it can be easier understood, I think. Um, and, uh, and if you... Go to my YouTube channel and Janet Weiss and look up Janet Weissman, which is the YouTube channel. Please, please subscribe. <laughs> yes, please do. It definitely please. helps. Yes. Janet and your daily lessons are fantastic. Uh, we're You and I are on a similar format where they're short. Yes. Right? Which is great because no one's got time. No one has time. No one. No. So, um, I mean, today we're not exemplifying a short episode, but this is extra content, what we're doing here. But yes. your lessons are less than 10 minutes, right? Usually, Usually they're around between five and six. Five and six, yeah. Yeah, you know, when there's like a, a special thought or something, or it's a really long lesson, it might uh, might get up to seven, but I really try to not go over that because, you know, I know people just swipe away. Yes. <laughs> so I've had enough of her. Yes. So, yeah, you know. it's, it's an attention span. There's it a is. Lot that goes yeah, into it, it is. You yeah. know, so, um, and I, I mean, I, when you started your podcast, it was 10 minutes. I went, brilliant. Uh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. you. I legit dreamt it. I'm like, I woke up one day. Could be a spiritual thing. I don't, I'm not sure. It's like, oh, the idea just came to me. Because like, I, I really didn't read much about it. Yeah. Or anything. I understand attention span from being what I do for a living. But right. um, I'm like, yeah, no one's got more than 10 minutes. <laughs> no, no. You know, well, we actually do. We just don't think we do. Exactly. You know, we, it's, it's, you know in truth... Time is limitless, right. you know, but we live in a world where we think we only have these, you know, 60-minute compartments and only a limited amount of them each day. So, Very true. Um, Very true. you know, but if we, as long as we live in that, then okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. And by the way, in case the listeners, if, if you're driving right now or jogging or walking, you don't have a pen and paper, uh, I will write Janet's website uh, on the description of the uh, this extra content episode. So uh, don't feel that you have to write it down. It'll be right there for you. Okay. Can I do one more plug? Of course. Because I let me guess. Let me read your mind. <laughs> you wrote a book, didn't you? I wrote a book. <laughs> Fabulous, fabulous. Let's, let's talk about your book. Okay, so if you listen to my lessons, or know that when you listen to my lessons, yes. you will notice that each one starts with Good Morning Dear Hearts. That's my, uh, my trademark, actually. And I wrote a book that is based on my blogs that are called Good Morning Dear Hearts. I'm very consistent here. Yes. And um, Good Morning Dear Hearts, also short. The, the book itself is like uh, 170 so pages mm-hmm. and it 
is very much like the chicken soup for the soul books, little individual, we'll call them vignettes of things that happen in our everyday life, but a way to see a spiritual context in them as they're happening. And then I, I do link it back to A Course in Miracles with a quote, but it, there are quotes that, um, again, as you said at the beginning, you don't, it, it's not a religion. You, you can be agnostic, you can be an atheist, you can be Muslim, you can be Buddhist, you can um, maybe even be born again Christian and enjoy the, I'm going to call it wisdom that I offer. It is, it is wisdom. The book is fabulous. I love it. Um, it is available on Amazon, I understand, but also on your website. Correct. Um, which probably purchasing directly from your website would be a bit better. Well, you'll get an autographed copy. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. And it's a great book. And um, Janet, you know, I shamelessly plug things in here because first and foremost, I love to promote my guests uh, because pretty much, not pretty much, every single guest I have on the show, I've learned a great deal from. Yeah. So all I'm doing here is passing the knowledge, right? So, um, uh, so take a look, JanetWeisman.com. And uh, Good Morning, Dear and Hearts, good morning, a dear fabulous hearts. book. Okay. Yes. So uh, just to go back to some of the characteristics for being a good teacher or leader, um, there's tolerance, mm. okay? Um, and with that, and, uh, tolerance is a, an, an absence of judgment. And I wrote in, in my book that without judgment, all men are brothers. It's only our judgments that limit us and make us feel that we are apart or separated from each other. And then there's gentleness, which I think is, you know, and there's great strength in gentleness. You know, you can be a very gentle teacher, but that doesn't mean that someone's going, has the permission to step on you and, you know, do something that is um, harmful. So, you know, but there is strength in gentleness. But the one I really was, because it's the one I'm feeling as we're sitting here, is joy. Oren brings out joy everywhere he goes. And as I sat, as I am sitting here, I can feel my cheeks getting bigger and bigger and smiling more and more because he is just the, the person that brings joy wherever he goes. And I know he... He leads with joy and with the gentleness. Thank um, you. He, Thank you for that. He's an amazing human. Thank so. you. I, and, I pay her to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just going to say he didn't. But <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Yeah, but thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Right. It's a nice compliment. But it's, it's, very, it's very true. You know, and again, you know, it helps us all to be, um, to learn better. You know, when someone comes in, the, the leader who comes out for his press conference or the teacher, the professor who comes in front of the class or what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The natural disturbance here, yes. <laughs> I, we, we have a, a, another point of view being presented. Yes. Um, you know, the, the teacher who comes to... to I do workshops also, pre-COVID. Um, but, you know, if, if I come in to do a workshop and I am not joyful, I am uh, not in that space that I want and I'm able to present the material in a way that is easily um, received, you know, I mean, 
they seem like little no-brainer kinds of characteristics, and yet they all play in together to form um, the, the best possible way to be a leader and to be an effective um, and successful one. That's amazing. And I couldn't agree more because my lifelong research is how the human brain works, how it is connected to teaching and learning. And there's a lot that goes into to it. And teaching truly is an art. Mm -hmm as well as leadership, because as we know by now, uh, leadership and teaching and coaching, they all, it all goes, coincide. There's yeah. really not much difference. No. The, if really anything. Right. It's, 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 it's one and the same. And dare I say that our educational system is broken because of that. Yeah. And I'm gonna say this very carefully because uh, the more the more successful schools, the more successful universities are the ones that are focusing on teachers as leaders, as professors as leaders. They really pay attention who is in front of students right. and are students learning as opposed to passing some sort of a standardized test that students are stressed, mm -hmm. they, they compact information in their brain, they regurgitate it onto a paper or, or electronically and then forget all about it. They've learned nothing. You're absolutely right. And, and similarly in yeah. leadership, if you want, because the essence of leadership is to have your followership follow your path. Mm -hmm. If you want them to follow you, you know, you can't uh, do the equivalent of standardized testing. No. You got to have a very warm, welcoming, loving environment. Um, I can testify uh, with your specific classes on Tuesday, pre-COVID, and now we're kind of little by little getting back to it. Uh, you bake because you're an excellent baker, <laughs> you know, and you have this really, it's important to you. It's something like I've, I've never sat and I've been in your classes on and off, uh, just schedule permitting uh, for three years. I don't remember one in-person class where there wasn't some sort of a Janet treat. <laughs> and, and you're right, because people love food and it, it brings people together mm -hmm. And you like to bake. It's it's a win-win. It is a win-win. It so is a win-win for me. Of course, I always say, you know, I'm going to get you there one way or the other. You're either coming for the information or you're coming for the cookies. For the and cookies. I don't care which brings <laughs> yes. you in the room. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. You know. But uh, I just want to go back with the, yes. the teacher and the leader because I have grandchildren. Yeah. And they are, you know, just beginning their educational adventure. Yes. And the the... Uh, success of a kindergarten first or second grader is very dependent, especially in these times of COVID when part of the learning has been online. So they're not having these social um, skills in force and enhanced. It's all about how the teacher can present the material that will engage the children and they are going to want to follow her example and they're going to want to learn what she's teaching them yeah. it's really important and it's I mean, it's important from, <laughs> from the moment a child goes into a nursery school slash daycare situation yes. until they you know get out yeah. <laughs> of school um, primary school and then come to university yeah. It is so important, and especially the, the, the basics 
are, this is the foundation that is being built that's going to want the children to continue and to learn and to go farther in their, in their quest for knowledge because education is really the answer for every single issue that we have in this world and I'm very attached to um, the environment. Without education about it, nothing is going to change. We have to become educated about how we are setting a deep footprint into this, um, this beautiful garden that we live in. We are privileged to live in. Yes, absolutely. And by the way, I don't know if I shared it with you, but... Uh, Robin and Mike were on my list for October guests. Uh -huh. uh, we're going to have to wait a little bit because I want them to talk about sea angels. Uh, but we're going to have to wait for um, Mike to get out of the hospital, which um, hopefully is very, very soon. Yes. Uh, and so um, there is a great value to it, to understanding the environment. Yeah. And the physical world around us and the importance of the environment and leadership there's a direct connection there. absolutely and i want robin and mike to make that connection because they are just so great with what they do uh with uh, sea angels right. but um i am positive that we'll get to it perhaps a little bit later on uh this year as mike uh, recovers yes uh, from yes. from the terrible covid is mm. um he's experiencing poor guy <sighs> yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah so um so I, I wanted to mention one thing because we we're, were talking about the earth and this was something that I had shared with you. And I, I, I think although it isn't a characteristic uh, for a leader per se that maybe we're familiar with, but um, it was uh, the information was given to me by one of my previous husbands. Uh, <laughs> we won't go there. That would be a very long podcast. But um, who followed a Native American spiritual path. Yes. And he brought out something that I, I still use. And it's to do whatever you do, to do it with the full force of your being. And I love that, that, you know, if we're going to be a teacher, we're going to be a leader, we're going to be an environmentalist, we're going to be a mother or a, a father, you know, whatever we choose to do, however we choose to express our, our giving, loving energy, to do it fully and completely. So. And, and you dropped that idea in my head, and there is an upcoming episode about that, uh -huh. which I will elaborate. <laughs> so thank you for, for bringing it to the forefront, because I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And it's episode worthy. Um, it's worth more than 10 minutes, but I'll have 10 minutes with this episode and I will, um, based on your teaching, will bring it to the forefront because I, I, I think it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant to, to um, be present with the full force of your being. And if I may add to that, I'm giving a little uh, hints of the upcoming episode, invite your higher self to be present in that situation because I do that. Yes. Every single time before I enter a class mm -hmm. I invite my higher self yes and my higher self probably 99.9% .9 shows up unless I have something really rattling going on in my life that I can't tune out and if if that happens I usually just stay home I take a mental day yeah so so the importance of having that being that is a part of me with me at that time is 
of a high, high priority for me. Right. Because there's, there's a result. Right. There's this energetic feeling that, that students, followers, want to keep coming back to work, want to keep coming back to class. Yeah. Because it, it's contagious. Yes. Right? It, there's that joy that you, you bring all of us. <laughs> and it's Thank also the, the full force of your being. Also, again, it plays into uh, the four agreements of like, always do your best. Yeah. You know, yes, and that's yeah, I'm doing. I'm always going to do my best, and I'm going to do it to uh, the greatest ability that I possibly can. Yes, yes, I love that. And so let's conclude with the following, because I think it'll be great if we go over a punch list. Okay. Of of what um, what you covered with us uh, for the listeners who take notes, and okay. they can actually kind of go step by step and write it down, and then interpret it and do it apply it to their leadership style. Okay, well, th- there were a few we didn't get to, but that's okay. I think they're mostly self-explanatory. Okay. So the, the characteristics of a, a teacher slash leader, spiritual or otherwise, are first and foremost, development of trust, that's the foundation of everything, then honesty, tolerance, gentleness, joy, one of my favorites, defenselessness, generosity, and that's generosity of spirit, uh, patience, faithfulness, and finally, of course, open-mindedness, because we must, we must go into teaching or whatever we do with an open mind, because the teacher learns just as much as the student does. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. If I may add just one last thing for the last one, for open-mindedness, there are some natural blocks within people to be open-minded. For example, and I'll use something that is near and dear to my heart, homophobia. Mm-hmm. Homophobia, psychologically, is born from trauma. Yeah. No baby is born thinking, well, I'm just going to hate homos. Right. It just doesn't exist. So open-mindedness, we sometimes need to take, to take it to the next level because we have a mental block. Yeah. We have a mental block with fill in the blanks, let's say gays. Mm-hmm. Go deep inside, find that mental block, break it and learn more. Yeah. I had an incredible experience with now someone who is a friend of mine, not a dear friend, but an acquaintance. And he told Jordan and I, my ex and I, you know, when I first met you guys, um, I, I had a lot of preconceived notion and that's work I had to do on my own. And now that I know you guys, my entire viewpoint on gay people had transformed 180, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And you know, and and as much as I'd love to take credit, I'm just being me. Jordan's just being her, him at the time. But that person had an open mind to learn. Yes. And and to to change. Mm -hmm. And that makes all the difference in the world. Right. I say consider the possibilities. Just be open enough to consider the possibilities that what I'm thinking in this moment might not be right, yes. might not be true. <laughs> yes. yes, consider. The, I like yeah. that a lot. Consider the possibilities. Yeah. So, we learned a lot today. We had fun. <laughs> yes, and we had fun, of course. And we, I think we're hungry enough to have dinner. I think we are. <laughs> so, so with that in mind... Um, the learning, ne- le- learning never stops. It never. definitely does not stop here. Yeah. 
uh, I urge and encourage everyone to, to have a listen. Now uh, Janet, uh, as a byproduct of the pandemic, is offering her classes via Zoom. Even when it's resumed, I think, completely in person, you're probably going to continue with the Zoom. Well, Zoom has afforded people from all different, not, not uh, close geographical areas to participate. Yes. And I would not want to uh, limit them by removing my classes from Zoom. So it will yes. be eventually in person and on Zoom. And on Zoom, and which on is Zoom. fantastic. Yeah. So if, uh, if you enjoy this and you'd like to learn, to learn more from Janet, um, as I have, and I, will still, I am still learning and will still learn from Janet, uh, you will find the, uh, her website on the episode detail. And uh, you can uh, have a look and subscribe to her YouTube channel and perhaps get the book, and maybe we'll see you in one of Jen's classes. It'll be absolutely magnificent. That would be wonderful. And, you know, drop me a note and let me know. I would love to hear from you. Fantastic. Janet, thank you so, so, so very much. Oh, thank you. I this really... was great fun. It was, wasn't it? Yes, <laughs> yes, I had a lot of fun, and I knew it would be, because talking with you is just... It's a flow of conversation. Yeah, we, we do flow. <laughs> we flow very nicely. And I hope uh, the listeners enjoyed. Uh, thank you all very much for tuning in for this special content episode with spiritual leader Janet Weissman. Uh, Weissman? I, 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 I should know after three years to pronounce your last name. I'm not going to edit it out. It's too funny. Okay. Janet Weissman. I do know her last name. I just am hungry. So I think it's time to go eat. Thank you all for tuning in. Take care of yourself, take care of each other, and I look forward to our next episode.